This is the Ops Authority Podcast, where my mission is to break down the backside of your business so you can take the right actions to grow and scale. Hey, I'm Natalie Gingrich, a small business operations expert, and I'm going to give you a front row seat to real solutions that will help you reach the vision that you have for your business, all while equipping you to put out those inevitable pesky fires and those fears that pop up. Listen in for strategies to grow your team, craft the systems and processes that you need for your business, and establish business foundations that you may have skipped over. I know you're ready to do really big things, so let's do it together. Hello, hello. Welcome back to episode number 42 of the Ops Authority Podcast. I am your host, Natalie Gingrich, and I, again, am fired up to be here. So today we're going to be talking about a topic that's near and dear to me. I spent lots of years in the corporate space as a project manager and also in human resources, and that really ended up evolving into me transitioning from corporate to the online space. I still use those exact same skills today. And in my past four years of self-employment and entrepreneurship, these are some things that I just have got to share with you with my people who understand what it's like to be a project manager and also managing people. So episode number 42, you're going to be listening to the four common challenges that project managers face in the online space. So the first thing I want to talk about is the lack of clarity around goals. So in true project management fashion, you're going to want to get a full understanding of the entire project. You do this by sitting down with the leader or the stakeholder, whoever it may be, to gather bunches and bunches of details, like every single detail you can possibly think of. And this is what allows you to create a comprehensive plan. Ultimately, that's what that leader is paying you for as a project manager. But let me tell you, the visionary is always going to want to push through this really, really fast. And honestly, lots of times they want to skip it all together. They just don't think in details like you do. I mean, that's why they're hiring you, right? They want to make sure this gets done and executed and all the T's get crossed and the I's dotted. How many times have we heard that as a project manager? But they only see the outcome. Again, they don't see details. They see the outcome. They may want to get right to the plan and skip over this or even just delay talking about really important things that are critical to you, like the budget, maybe a timeline, maybe the amount of resources that they're going to need and my most favorite, the sales plan. So they're putting all this effort into a launch or a project and they've never thought about the implications of how many sales we need to make this profitable and really look at this from a financial perspective. So if you're a project manager and you come in only to manage a singular project or maybe a launch, I want you to beware. The more information you have about the entire business, the better you're going to be able to do your job. I want to be clear that there's nothing wrong with having a service that you provide, which is project management. But I want to caution you that the more information you can get, the greater scope that you can get on the entire business, the better off you're going to be. And this is where a director of operations could be beneficial because they will have the strategic mapping knowledge. That strategic mapping knowledge allows you to see a bigger picture. And in that role as a DOO or a director of ops, you're going to serve as the primary project manager for the entire business. And so you're not just hopping in for a singular time and then hopping out. So 
all in all, the greater view that you can have, the better plan you're going to create and the better you're going to uphold that plan and make it happen. So the first big challenge I see is the lack of clarity around goals for the project. Number two, the second challenge that we are gonna face in the online project management space is the variety of communication systems. So we're clearly living in the digital age and we don't lack in ways or methods or platforms to communicate, right? A critical part of project planning and project management is going to be communication. It's one of the greatest pillars of project management. And as we manage people, the projects, the task, I've found that as the project gets underway, the team's natural preferences and communication preferences, they start to emerge, like they go back to their old ways, right? So you may begin the project with a solid communication plan, which I totally suggest, but it never fails that over time, it gets blurred. Maybe not all the time, maybe not by everybody, but it certainly will be tested. I've seen this happen. A common plan for me is to place decisions and statuses and tasks in one location, like Trello. Then all the other conversations that just naturally occur, I mean, we're a remote workforce, right? For the majority of the people that I work with, we're all virtual. And so if we were in an office, these conversations would happen around a table or around desk or as we're walking to the cafeteria. But in our workspace today, we're working virtually. And so these conversations are still taking place. And I love that they do because they bring so much value and depth to a project. But I don't want them to happen in the same place that our decisions and our statuses and our tasks are happening. So I will set it up and encourage people to have those conversations in a different tool like Voxer or Slack. And I'm sure many of you guys use these, but I'm just going to toss out some names here, but Trello, Asana, Basecamp, Teamwork, it doesn't matter what you use, any of those project management systems, I believe that they're great for light communication, but for ongoing banter and really constant streaming of conversation, they're not the best tool. And that's what I think Slack and Voxer are. And on the contrary, Slack and Voxer are absolutely amazing tools, but they are terrible project management tools. I don't know how many times, it's actually one of my greatest pet peeves when I'm assigned a task in Slack or Voxer. It just makes it so hard for me to track. I mean, they're communication systems, so they move so quickly. If I miss something, I just it always makes me feel hesitant that I'm not performing my best. And so I just encourage each of you guys, if you are a project manager, if you're in a business and helping to make things come to life, basically, you are a project manager, and I'm going to encourage you to create a system at the very beginning of what is acceptable, what goes where, so that the team has a guidepost. They know what they're going to. From experience, when certified directors of operations are involved in leading launches for their clients, it's almost always a surefire issue that they're going to eventually reach out to me and they're going to want clarity on how to handle this. The bottom line is this is a challenge and it's one that you're going to have to stay on top of and keep reminding and course correcting your team because you want as clear of communication as possible and systems, albeit amazing, 
are also can get very, very difficult and muddy and cloudy. And that's clearly going to decrease the effectiveness of your management, but also put your project at risk. So remember that you're the absolute leader of the project and you're going to have to step fully into that role. So setting some of these boundaries and expectations are really going to be required. Alrighty, challenge number three, the wavering support of your team. In most online businesses, we're working with independent contractors, and they have responsibilities over many other tasks outside of the business that brings you guys together. So they may have their own business. They may have other projects. Actually, they do. None of this may have stuff. (laughs) They absolutely are making a living, and the project that you're paying for is probably not enough compensation for them to just solely dedicate their time to this. And so with split attention, you have to know that their support is going to be split too. I think that a lot of people like to put their head in the sand on this and really don't understand the impact of having teams. I'm all for independent contractors and utilizing the talents. I believe it brings us, the benefit is that it brings us some real specialized skill sets. But the downside, the hard side, is that we won't get their full attention. And as a result, you're gonna have to create a project plan with that in mind. So their engagement The team's engagement is going to sway. So set your timelines appropriately. With a model like this, the one that we're using, this online business model that utilizes a bunch of contractors or some contractors, you've got to know that as a project manager, you're going to have to have excellent management and follow-up skills. I would say that those are two core essential skills. And if you don't have those, I would maybe look at doing utilizing your skills in other ways because these are the core. This is what's this is your make or break of a true excellent project manager. But if you have the ability to hire the team and hire the contractors, this could be to your advantage. And sometimes when I've come into teams, whether it's a new business or a new offer that they're providing, they may not have a full in-house team set up yet, even full in-house contractors that they are in relationships with. So then they would, the leader would defer that responsibility to me as the lead project manager to go out and find maybe a copywriter, a graphic designer, a funnel builder, whatever it may be. I may be the person to go and do that. And I think that's a huge advantage. This is another plug for directors of operations because they have a true system that I've created. I used it in corporate. I've also transitioned to using it online settings. I mean, heck, it's the only way to work with me today, but it's a system called Hiring Simplified. And when you go through that, director of operations certification, you get access to exactly the system, the project plan, everything down to the copy, the verbiage that you're going to use to communicate with people. So if you're in this situation and you're a director of operations, go back to that hiring simplified content and get the best contractors on your team. The way that you do this, the part of the system is that we're going to look at what their work life looks like, how much work they have on their plate. If we know that we're going to need them in two months, right now we need them for two hours a week, but in four months, we're going to need them 16 to 20 hours a week. Because we have created the project plan and we know what their roles are going to be, we're going to be able to fully explain that. 
this does not happen. I'm telling you, this forecasting and resource forecasting just doesn't happen. A lot of times we're just hoping that somebody will work more hours or less hours. We're not thinking that they're working on many other things. So the wavering support of the team is going to look like waves of engagement, and it's going to cause you much more management and follow-up. Lastly, this is a hot button for anybody that has project management skills or is performing that in a business of any kind. And that is dun, 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 scope creep. Yep, good old scope creep. You know what it's like. The project's moving right along. Tasks are being completed on time. The budget still looks good. And then bam, you start getting messages from your leader that indicate that they want something new added. Maybe they want a new bonus, a new opt-in. Ooh, they've just seen this new texting service and it would be awesome if they could add that to their Facebook Lives that they're doing. You know what? They haven't been using LinkedIn, but this would be the perfect time because their audience is there. Now they want a LinkedIn social media strategy. Anyone resonate with that? (laughs) I know I've been there so many times. And honestly, as the leader of a business, I've probably imposed this at times. It's not wrong for your leader to want to dream and to want to create new things and innovate. After all, you're taking a lot of work off their plate that gives them space to do this. So there's nothing wrong with these ideas except for the fact that they throw off the project plan. And that's what you're being paid for. So typically leaders don't realize the time and the resources that it will take when they want to add or they suggest adding something once a project is live. If the project is live and in motion, you've created a project plan that's got timelines. Other people are committing their time as you have planned. And so when injects or new things come in, it causes a creep up in what the scope looked like when you started. So this has a big ripple effect and it's something we all have to be super conscious of. But more times than not, these leaders are not willing to move a launch date. So this leaves you as the project manager in a real predicament. Either you're going to be forced to have a difficult conversation or I've done this myself and it's not something I encourage other people to do. But now all of a sudden, You may not have the courage to have a difficult conversation or set those boundaries, and then now you've got unexpected late nights ahead of you, doing things that you're not necessarily skilled in, or you're calling in other people to do favors for you. This is not what you want. This is not healthy for the project. It's not healthy for you. It's not healthy for healthy for the scope of the project. None of this is good, trust me. But I will tell you, it's super, super hard to get away and learning how to manage scope creep. So while it can't completely be avoided, there are some ways to get in front of this. And scope creep can come up in projects, but it can also come up in contracts and also in the relationships, like where you come into a business and you thought that you were going to be doing social media management. And then all of a sudden, in a weak moment, the leader asks you to start checking emails for them and doing community management in their Facebook group, and you're still only getting paid for the social media part. It just, it happens all the time. This is another form of scope creep. So I just want to make it clear to everyone that scope creep is not okay. There are ways that we can handle this. And this is exactly what I'm going to be sharing with you in my upcoming five-day sprint. I am so excited about this, and I hope that you're there with me. If you go to theopsauthority.com, 
forward slash sprint, go ahead and go there and sign up for the Scope Creep Solution. We're going to start this. We're going to kick this off on May the 11th, but you can join our group today by going to theopsauthority.com forward slash sprint. I want every single one of you there. If you have managed a project, if you want to manage a project, if you have dealt with people wanting more from you and that scope creep just continues to grow and continues to challenge you, this is where you have to be. I have been putting together the content for this to blow you away. So please join me, theopsauthority.com forward slash sprint. So to recap, the four challenges we often face when we're managing projects or even launches are, one, the lack of clarity around the goals, so important to get those all spelled out at the beginning. Number two, the misuse of communication and technology. Number three, team support. Just remember how it wavers. Like because these people are not full-time assets to you, they are juggling many things at one time. And we have to be cognizant about the impacts of that on our project plan. And lastly, scope creep. I do lots and lots of work on the challenges of scope creep and how to overcome scope creep with my directors of operation. And so I'm going to be sharing that with you guys in just a few weeks. Go ahead and join me again. We're going to kick off on May the 11th. Alrighty, in every single episode of the Ops Authority podcast, you can bet your bottom dollar that you're going to have an action associated with every single episode. So today, your ops activity of episode number 42, the four challenges you're going to face in project managing, I want you to come and tell us on a scale of one to 10, how well do you deal and address scope creep in your projects, your relationships, and your contracts? Number one, complete avoidance. If it comes up, you walk away, you just, okay, okay, you're a yes person. Fine, I'll deal with it, no big deal. And 10 means that you're the absolute boss at doing this. You know how to have those difficult conversations. You're ready to go. So Before we wrap up, project management is all about planning, it's communication, it's controlling and monitoring. Those are the four pillars of what project management is all about. So if you want to improve in any of these, I want you to join me in the upcoming five-day sprint, The Scope Creep Solution. You can do that by joining me at theopsauthority.com forward slash sprint. It has been a pleasure to spend the last 20 minutes with you ladies. I hope you're having an incredible week and I will see you here next week at the same time. Have an incredible day. Thank you for investing just a little bit of time to listen to this episode of the Ops Authority Podcast. I am so grateful to be surrounded by real action takers like you who are invested in growing their business through operations. Will you add one more action to your to-do list today? Visit theopsauthoritypodcast.com where you can join our community of business owners and other ops experts. You're going to hear from me in a week, but in the meantime, do big things on the backside of your business.